takes it and it's deflected and gone! They're trying to equalize, and the shot, and the goal! Hello and welcome to the Vamos Orlando podcast. I'm your host, Jason, alongside my beautiful co-host, Victoria. And uh, we are going to be recapping uh, a little bit from the All-Star Week. Uh, Yeah, pretty much a full week, full five days of activities there, as well as the August 3rd match against FC Dallas. So we're going to jump right in because I'm keeping Victoria up past her bedtime. So Bedtime. It's almost 11 o'clock at night, you know, past my bedtime. So <laughs> uh, she's being wonderful by staying up and doing the show tonight. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in and get started with the All-Star game. Well, the All-Star weekend, which started on, was it Saturday? Was it Saturday yeah, or Sunday? So. Sometime last weekend they had... The beginning of the festivities with the opening day concert as well as the EMLS tournament, which um, the FIFA player from Orlando City ended up winning that. I'm not going to really dive into much detail on Yeah, EMLS. we really don't we know much. It's just they won, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yay, vamos Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> the Orlando guy won, and I guess we beat FC Cincinnati in the finals. That's pretty much all I know on it. Um, from there, we hit Tuesday, which was the skills competition. Oh, what an amazing show everyone put on. So proud of everyone. That was great. And, of course, an Orlando City win. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, I think the skills competition was gonna, was pretty much the highlight of the entire, you know, All-Star Week. And I think it will continue to be if it's an event they keep running as they do you know, future All-Star games, I think it definitely is more interesting to watch than just the normal All-Star match, to be honest. Yes, and it also looks, and you can see how all the players are having fun, you know? This is, like, the part that they show what they are all about, like, the shots and everything. I love that. That was just, like, so nice to see. Yeah, it was nice to see just that the players were having a good time and it was fun, because that's really what the All-Star Week is all about, is just the players having a good time and really enjoying themselves. Uh, which will bring us to Wednesday, which wrapped up the All-Star game. There was the the game itself between Atletico Madrid and the MLS All-Stars. Um, we got... They won 3-0. Yeah, At- that was a fun Atletico won 3-0. And the MLS All-Stars, I mean, they looked poor, I guess. The things that we'll briefly um, hit on it, a lot of comments I'd seen on social media were either, you know, saying that O'Connor is terrible as a coach, which is unfounded. I mean, he has to work with the players given to him, and I think the fan vote for the All-Star game is garbage at best because you had players that were making the all-star team that had no business on there yes and i also think is you cannot judge a co uh coach by a team that is not really his you know like this is a one-time thing like a one practice team they never played together they have no chemistry they don't know anything about the coach those i mean he might know some of how, like, the characteristics of the player and how they play, 
but it's not like uh, someone that sees them there every day that can tell and what they're capable of, what they can do. So I think you cannot um, judge the coach for the results. And similarly off of that, the other comment I think we saw the most was just that it, people saying that it shows how far behind other leagues in the world MLS is, which I also don't think is a fair characteristic because as you were just saying, you had... You know, teams let or I mean, you have a team that's played together once that has no chemistry. None of these players know how each other makes their runs normally, or stuff that a normal team would know. And I honestly think a pick any one of the normal MLS teams, and they probably would have performed better in this match. I agree. So that those were the two main things that I saw that I felt was worth addressing. I, I think people get too worked up about. You know, the just all-star game. game. <laughs> Especially when it's a scrimmage and it's just meant to, you know, bring awareness to the, um, uh, just awareness of soccer to the country as a whole, really, by getting kind of a more well-known club in to grow awareness. So with that, let's go ahead and move into uh, tonight's match. We are actually recording just after getting back. And it's an Orlando City win! <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> it was it was a good match, I would say. Um, let's get the stats pulled up for ourselves real quick because I didn't even we did not look at the post game stats yet. But I mean, I, they played pretty well overall, I would say. Yeah, we literally just uh, came back from the game. We just got into our hotel room. So, but yeah, it was like a really nice game. We began with. Um, I mean, they sh- like started a really good game. Tesho had a amazing opportunity after like stealing a pass. Yeah, that was early on. He shot, ended up shooting that one high. That one was ninth minute in or so, uh, and then a minute later, uh, Dom had just missed wide and. Really, it definitely is showing that he clearly wants to uh, to get more minutes. I mean, he's clearly trying to show himself as a different player than what he's been and try to get some of those uh, some playing time back from. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say he beat really well this game. I thought um, he really tried. He followed up the plays. Like he came back to be at, like in defense when we did, when we were not. Um, they had control of the ball, which you can see. Like, it was good. Um, so, and, and we just continued to make good opportunities in that first stretch there. Because four minutes after Dom missed just wide, uh, there was uh, Orlando City goal, 14th minute in. Uh, Tesho scores it with a wonderful assist from Ruan. Yeah. Like, always Ruan... Up for like up front, it was good. I liked it. Then, um, I had started noticing by you know the you know early 20s in the minutes, like 21st minute, 22nd minute, that as a whole, the team had was looking pretty good that game, looking dangerous in the attack, and just um, appreciating that, like. You see the team chemistry has been really, really well all season, and I think that's 
an underrated thing, but it this is a good example. This game was a nice example of when that team chemistry is really paying off for them. Yes, they are finally, like, knowing each other. They can um, read, like, kind of like themselves and where they are going to be as well. So it creates a lot of opportunities. Yeah, there was, um, by the 28th minute, there was a, I, I may note, I love our fans, I love our passion, but we do have the tendency, especially in the supporters groups, to be kind of trashy sometimes. One of those things is booing an injured player off the pitch, which I get when we do that when it's a, a fake injury, but realistically, a player on the losing team, the team that's presently losing is not wasting time if he's staying down injured. He's probably actually injured, especially that early in the game. So I don't know that that was necessarily an appropriate time for the, the move, bitch. Get off the pitch, cheer. To be honest with you, just toss that one out there because I mean, twenty twenty eighth minute, you're losing. I really don't think you're worried about time wasting at that point, which I think is the appropriate time for that cheer. Which I mean, I agree. Like it wasn't like a good moment to do it, but realistically, when it's a play in the box, they are gonna do that because. There was, like, at least I don't remember seeing an actual hit from our player. He was not touched. Yeah, the um the Dallas player got hurt, but it wasn't on us. And, I mean, let's be real, it's soccer. A lot of people sell those, um like, hits or anything oh, yeah. like that in the box. So I can see why the fans will be upset about it. But once the player was off the pitch... And clearly was going to be clearly subbed. limping all the way across the like the supporters section. That yeah. was uncalled for. I yeah. think that was just like the worst part that our team is still booing him out because Especially. he was already out. Like he wasn't stopping the game. He wasn't doing anything. He was walking back to his bench. Especially when we don't even have a rivalry with them. They're a Western Conference team. We play them once a year. I whatever. Um, also, during that uh, time, I did make a mental note that I was appreciating the, in particular today, the, the talent of the Orlando uh, City Supporters drumline. Yeah. Specifically today. I thought it was particularly good. Um, there was, and actually, if, you're, if you scroll through Orlando City's Twitter, they uh, have the video uh, clip of it. The last thing that we noted in the first half was in the 45th minute. Ron made a good run. Well, the start of a really good run up the sideline was fouled prior to making it to midfield, but, I mean, it was really just showing that that dude's, like, ridiculously fast. He's so fast. It's, like, amazing. Like, no one can catch him up, and that's why he always gets um, calls because, like, yeah, he's he just wins, like, against him. He had a really good game today. He drew quite a, a good number of fouls with his speed, which was... Uh, good for us. Um, so that that ended at halftime. We were up one nil at the half. Um, I know. I believe it was sixty forty was yeah. what the percentage uh, possession was in favor of Dallas at the half. But in fairness, in the first half, it didn't look like that. It looked much closer to fifty fifty. I guess. Yeah, that's what I thought. There was, but I think that's mostly due to the two stretches that Orlando had in the first half with a lot of possession. 
and a lot of good chances. And I think it was more Dallas had the ball more, but they didn't do as much with it when they had it. Um, at least in that half. Uh, the second half was a different story. The second half... Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, the first thing that I, I did make a note for myself to mention this on the show because I thought it was very important to share with you all. And I noticed this in the 49th minute, but I notice this every time he runs. Sané looks like a giraffe when he runs. But not like, not to be offensive, like we love Sané. It's like, majestic. He's actually amazing. It's just beautiful, but he's like so tall. Yeah. And it might be because I'm like literally five foot tall. So like to me, everyone, anyone, it's like super <laughs> tall. But it's, it looks amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I was just going to say, I, I just think it's incredible. It looks majestic and exciting. I mean, we were staying... Uh, here at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you know, the first time we did a podcast and we had a savanna view and we watched giraffes run. So, I mean, it's a fair comparison. <laughs> yeah, then, like, around at the 54 minute, I know that we uh, pulled Mueller out of the field for question. Um, what, like, I mean, Jason and I were talking about, it's like, it's definitely, like, it definitely showing seems, that yeah. he will be the one playing on Tuesday for Open Cup, so we're probably just resting him. We were leading 1-0, so yeah. it will make sense to pull him out of the field. Yeah, it, it definitely by that point looked like the we were just looking to survive the rest of the game. We were going to pull out players as needed to play them for the Open Cup Tuesday, and that just seemed like that was going to be the plan. And So that move didn't really bother me, and I would fully expect Mueller to start on Tuesday. Um yeah, so they were very much the whole second half looked like they were just absorbing Dallas's pressure and hoping for the best until closer to the end of the game we had a couple of spurts um, very late in the game. Um, there was, uh, during a couple of our spells of getting balls over to their side, which wasn't too frequently, it was probably like three times total, uh, prior to, I'd say, probably the 85th minute. After the hydration break, actually, is when we really started attacking yeah, again. Yeah, that's true. But with, prior to that... I mean, with the hydration break, we got one on the second half, which I actually have not seen that before. Like, normally we get them on the first half because it's hotter. Um, but, I mean, it was nice. 75 minute or 70-ish minute, they got one. I mean, it's good for the players, of course. Yeah, that was helpful. And I, I noticed also during the hydration break that the wall was really, like, it was a bit extra tonight. It was, they really brought it, which, <laughs> comparative to some previous weeks, and especially last season, we noticed in a lot of games that the, the energy wasn't there. It was 100% there tonight, I think. I don't know if it was the All-Star game or the fact that you have Open Cup coming up, but, I mean, the supporters groups are definitely pumped right now. Um, there was a bit of a scare in the 85th minute. Uh, there was a check on VAR for handball in the box on us, and it actually went our way, so no handball in the box. <laughs> That's a first. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was good because if that would have um, been a handball and they would have had, like, a pick and everything, it would have probably changed the result of this game. So I'm really happy that it really didn't do much. Yeah, that was lucky for us, and the final 
really thing of any note in this game is it largely kind of just stayed as it was after that point was Oon, Orlando City goal, in the, uh, what minute of stoppage time was this? It was the second minute of stoppage time. Um, it was scored by Asquez with an Clustion. assist from Clustion, yes. Uh, I, I do want to note that that ball was the sloppiest goal I've seen. It eventually was a good pass to a goal, but there was at least like eight opportunities that someone else should have shot it, and no one wanted to shoot it. We were just like, I was like, open shot here. Oh, you should take it. No, no, no he's going to pass it. Oh, but now this person has not no, no, he's passing it too. I was very confused. Yes, like, I agree. It was like ping pong. Or not ping pong, like a pinball machine just going all over. It was ridiculous. And, I mean, overall, it was a really good game. Yes, for sure. Um, I do want to point out, I do not like the Dallas goalie. Yeah, I, I figured it's, we were going to come around to this. This is why I was like, I'm not even going to mention it where the issue came up during the game because I knew you were going to want your time on this. Yes, I dislike him a lot. I mean, he kicked the ball twice towards the supporting section. And I get it. He was upset because the ball came into the field twice after the play had started. But I can point out, because I was looking at everything, the first ball was uh, sent down by a little kid. Like, the little kid was probably, like, five years old, threw the ball, and he threw so hard. Like, it was amazing. I was really surprised because I cannot even throw that far. And the other one was by someone, yes, on the wall. But it was, like, people that have never been to a game. Like, not, they, they looked like they had like, never seen soccer in their life. They, like, were not wearing anything purple. They knew nothing about soccer. They were not doing any of the cheers. Like, they were not part of the supporters, like, section or anyone that ever goes there. So, like, of course, like, when you get the ball, when it hits you, what you're going to do? Throw it down, which is what they did. So, the referee totally uh, talked to him, to the goalie, Gonzalez. Um, Definitely should have been a card. I don't like him because then on the third time, the next time that he got the ball, he pretended as he was going to kick it towards the wall. Oh, that third one. Okay. Yeah. So the third time it happened was 100% the wall specifically messing with him. The ball went into the stands and the wall refused to throw the ball back to him so he could start the play. So he got another ball, and then they threw it into the field of play. Oh, I didn't see that, but they, they did that specifically to, to yeah to piss him off. And then he pretended to try to, that he was going to punt the ball at the fans again. But he didn't, because otherwise he definitely would have gotten a card. Realistically, the one that the ref saw, the second one, you could make an argument that he deserved to get a car, uh, a red card there. Because I, I told you before, I think the precedent was set earlier in the season when a field player was frustrated with a play, kicked the ball, line drive right into the stands, and um, uh, ended up getting a red card for it. So, yeah, so that guy's kind of a douche. Um, <laughs> that being said... That wrapped up. We we hit full time two nil win for City. It was a good match for them, and hopefully they they'll be able to bring it on Tuesday. I mean that's arguably the biggest game in team history. 
well, since they joined MLS, we'll say they probably had some big. They, they had some championship games when they were in USL. But uh, final stats for the game: uh, total shots. We we were outshot eleven to nine. However, both teams only put three of those on target, and obviously Orlando put two of those in the back of the net. And we ended up getting out possessed on that in this game. Total sixty four point two percent to thirty five point eight percent. It didn't seem that way. I mean, towards the second half, towards maybe, the second half but more, yeah. the first I half was seemed more so, even. Yeah. So overall, it felt like a pretty good game. I think it's a, a game that the players could be proud of. They all seemed, you know, really happy after the game, and definitely that, like I said, the team bonding seems to be there, which is really clutch this year. So with that, I, we will just cover the. Um, the the beer of the post game post game beer beer of the day whatever I we don't have an official name for it we'll work on that, but the official beer of the podcast slash post game whatever today is, uh, the toasted porter from Einstock. It is delicious. From Iceland. Yeah, it's an Icelandic brewery, so uh, you should be able to get it at any. Well, if you're in the Florida area, Total Wine carries it, and very rarely. ABC liquor as well. So, but it's the me. <laughs> it is quite good. It's well worth your while. And that pretty much wraps up our coverage for this week. So, we will catch you all next week to cover the midweek match for the Open Cup against Atlanta and next weekend's match against Toronto. So, uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter. We did tweet a little bit during the game today. We are at Vamos Podcast. And Vamos Orlando.